answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Johnny. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. It is time to get down. We've got some SHTF-worthy world news to go over, right? It's all satire, or could there be truth in all of this? Well, I tell you what, I'm going to bring you facts. You can decide if you want to reject them, right? Uh, I, I got a message from Uman that there was complaints that, that the title for the earlier video was, was clickbaity. Well, guess what? There has been a ton of shit that has happened that you would never say ever happened. And so I'm just asking a question. I'm sorry I didn't put the, the freaking question mark after Trump arrested. I'm sorry it was 3 freaking a.m. zero dark 30 when I did that. Jesus. Ah. Wake up and think about it is what I have to say to myself every day. Think, John, think. What's coming next? Would we have ever anticipated them actually locking down everybody on the planet? everybody over a fucking cold that they were willing to lie about and say people are dying wholesale. They're causing massive air pollution by, by all the cremations. People are dying in their offices. They're dying on the street. They're piling up the body bags. There's not enough room in the morgues. All those fucking lies, lie after lie after lie after lie, telling people to stay in their homes. And then the government sends people out back into rest, rest homes and killing tens of thousands, injuring tens of thousands. No one would have ever suspected that. So if I say, is Trump going to get arrested? Think about it. The potential's there. How can you say, oh, that's just a bunch of clickbait bullshit, John. Give me a fucking break. And then to say, hey, look, the government, they're going to come out and they're going to mandate you take an experimental drug. Mandate it. You lose your job. You lose your benefits. You lose access to stores, traveling, everything. You would say, ah, oh, that's a bunch of fear-born fear BS. Well, it happened, didn't it? They tried it. I'm not fucking around. I am pissed off today, folks. Pissed off. But I'm calm also. <laughs> ah, welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel, folks. Do you think that if they can lock the planet down, that they would hesitate for a second to arrest Trump if they think they can get some kind of political mileage out of it. They've already done the unthinkable, unconscionable act of having the FBI raid the president's freaking private estate and guard it with machine guns as if someone was gonna actually show up and shoot at them. Give me a fucking break. Folks, these people are out of their gourds on the left. They've lost their fucking mind. They've lost those. You, you know what hamburger helper is, right? And tuna helper. They would feed cricket, cricket helper, cockroach helper to your kids and call it food. Did you ever think that possible? So why is it so impossible to believe that Trump could be arrested? It's right up their freaking alley. It's right down Main Street for these communists. <laughs> Jesus. It's coming. It's fucking coming. I tell you what, for today, I'm going to open up the, the $50. You have to use PayPal, though. The $50 shot. 
I need one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy myself one here. Down the hatch. I love you all. I love the challenges. I love the fun we get to have. I love getting pissed off. I love screaming and yelling. Ah. Done. Down. I love all of you. So let's get into it. It is, it is Monday. It is the QA following my monologue. So get your questions into Jolene. You can put them in today. You can put them in today for tomorrow. You can put them in anytime you want. Get your questions into Jolene. We've got a shit pile of stuff going on. Right off the bat, it stands. The threat to Trump to arrest him is out there. Between congressional uh, idiots, uh, the director of national intelligence, the FBI, the Department of Justice, the attorney general's office, they all want to arrest him. Oh, shit, it's coming, folks. Just wait. Just wait. Now, I mean, these Democrats, uh, Kathy Hockle telling people to leave the state, they want to kick four and a half million people out of the state of New York. Well, fine. Fuck you then. Right? Have it. Enjoy it. If you remove the Republicans from the state of New York and, this, and New York City, it would fail. And, and uh, folks, I'm not talking about fail over 10 years. With hardworking, taxpaying New Yorker Republicans in there, right, it's already failing. Can you imagine how fast that pile of shit state would fall if four and a half million just disappeared right now? Unbelievable. I feel sorry for everybody who lives in upstate New York or, or any place other than New York City. And if you choose to live in New York City as a Republican, well, that's as bad as me living in California and saying, I just can't believe what happened and I don't like this and I want to stay here. Boo, fuck you, California, right? Now, here we go. The Michigan Secretary of State, right, lost the fight over dead people on the voter rolls. What planet are we on? Why do Democrats object to removing dead people from the voter rolls? They're willing to fight in court over it. To defend keeping dead people on the voter rolls. Why? Because they want to send out a ballot and hope that someone commits voter fraud and mails it back in filled out. So that that dead person can vote. And only Democrat socialist scumbags are so low on the food chain that if they ate a cockroach, I would call it cannibalism. Follow me there, camera guy. <laughs> Get your questions into Jolene. I know you've got some stuff on your mind. I've got a lot of stuff on my mind. Folks, we're going to go around the world. We're starting in the U.S., but we're going to go around the world in this one-hour episode of the Prepared Mind channel. Guess what? There was a drag queen show. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all over the country, right? All over the country. This particular one... Uh, <clears throat> was held in Texas, a drag queen street show for children. It took place at the Anderson Distillery and Grill in Roanoke, Texas. Okay, here we go again. A distillery, hard alcohol. Oh, oh we want to have children? Children going to a distillery to look at a bunch of sexualized freaks? Oh, that's a great idea, right? So uh, who showed up, right? An armed Antifa faction was there to attempt to intimidate the protesters 
who didn't approve of children being around alcohol at a distillery, as well as a bunch of, shall we say, very special professional entertainers. <clears throat> Un it's unbelievable, folks. Antifa showed up. Antifa. Now, not only did they show up, folks, but they showed up with AR-15s. So ski mask clad, pencil neck Antifa nerds showed up, and they're wearing masks to defend a drag show toted as kid-friendly in Texas while, while trying to look tough and hold their AR-15s. Because there's protesters, people who don't like children being in establishments that serve hard alcohol. Right? There's some prohibitions against that unless they also serve food. There's very strict rules around this all over in every state. But still, so it, it took a bunch of face-covered, masked Antifa turds with AR-15s to protect the children from people who are protesting, peacefully protesting. Where's the FBI on all of this? Kids and guns. I thought leftists, Democrats, and socialists didn't want guns around kids. They're too dangerous. They scare the children. How about people who look like a bunch of fucking terrorists with masks standing around with AR-15s at the ready? They're not cops. They're not the military. They're not veterans. We don't know who the hell they are, in fact. Right? I thought we can't trust veterans even. Military veterans and retired cops at schools with guns to protect kids. But these socialist clowns, right? They're fine. We can have anonymous, unknown, unnamed, untrained, unprofessional communists running around on the streets of Texas with AR-15s in opposition to people holding placards and signs. Now, I have a couple questions here. I'm kind of feeling hardcore today, right? Since these Antifa turds have masks, shouldn't police and sheriff's deputies be asking to see a form of Texas identification or any other state for that matter to prove they are 18 years old or older, to prove that they're legally adults and legally possess the right to bear arms? Shouldn't the Texas police be asking them to lift their masks show ID and prove their age? If I go into a bar, not me, because I look to be more than 21, but if I was in my 20s and when I was in my 20s, if I went to a bar or a restaurant and asked for an alcoholic beverage, something that only an adult can order, I was asked to show ID. If you're going to do something that only an adult can do and you look to be rather young, the police should be asking for ID. I think carrying a loaded rifle on the street is exercising a right. I also think the police have a duty and obligation to ensure that the people doing so are legally allowed to, right? With masks, no one can tell their age. With masks, no one can identify them if they are criminals, you know, whether or not they're wanted for other crimes. Can you think of any other reasons to legally object to these turds, Antifa turds being on the street with weapons? As law enforcement, I might be asking them some questions like, uh, hey, how are you doing today? What situation do you find yourself in, you know, thinking the way you do? Tell me what, what situation could arise 
in which you would engage someone with your rifle. Uh, perhaps if a drag queen grabs a child and a parent objects, will you shoot that parent? Who are you here for? What's your purpose? Now, of course, the communist turds don't have to answer any questions because of the Constitution. They don't have to, but they hate the Constitution anyway. So why should we respect their constitutional rights when they would take the Constitution and burn it in front of the world and they wouldn't even piss on it to put it out, right? Law enforcement should inquire, folks, and reveal, get these people to reveal the level of risk that law enforcement, peace officers might want to factor into their peacekeeping presence. Just, just hot under the collar, folks, is what this crap made me. Now, <clears throat> let, us, let us move over to England. Uh, a United Kingdom, that would be English, aircraft carrier has suffered an embarrassing breakdown. Folks, it's one day, one day into a four-month mission, the ship breaks down. Uh, what college dropout that got a degree anyways, because everyone's the same. What UK college degree engineering dropout drew up the plans for this UK aircraft carrier? I mean, what's the ship's name? The HMS Woke, HMS being Her Majesty's service. We, in the United States, we have USS. Over there, they have HMS. Is it the Woke? Is that the name of the ship? Nice work, you bunch of tards. Unbelievable. Now, we have some big news breaking in Iraq. Now, now the U.S. under Joe Biden has already fled out of Afghanistan leaving behind untold thousands and tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of U.S. and coalition-supporting Afghanis to be hunted down, attacked, punished by the Taliban. We know thousands were killed. We know that, that people were enslaved. Assassinations or, shall we say, uh, <clears throat> if you don't want to call it assassination, we'll call it right an execution a street execution under Taliban law, Sharia law. Well, guess what? Iraq is falling apart, folks. Reports are that many have been killed in Baghdad's green zone because security is unraveling. And the White House, Joe Biden, is denying, folks, they're denying it, that the U.S. embassy is evacuating. Yeah, I trust the Joe Biden regime, and I trust loser Lloyd Austin, Secretary of Defense, and I trust Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Milli Vanilli, especially when he's wearing his favorite nail polish. That's when I trust him even more, right? I don't trust these people at all. Several are killed. Yeah, 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 it's believable because they're having massive protests over in Iraq, folks. Is this going to be Afghanistan surrender part two? Is this the next thing that Biden is going to flee from? Is the U.S. losing control of Iraq, folks? Right, We shouldn't be in control of it. The Iraqis should be in control of it. The Iraqi government, the Iraqi law enforcement, peacekeeping force, the Iraqi military should be there to defend the country. Is Iraq 
losing control of itself and the United States losing as well. Protesters have ransacked, folks, the presidential palace. Why would they do that? Well, let's take a couple of hints from the rest of the planet. Why is the rest of the planet protesting? Well, because the governments are doing all they can to absolutely annihilate liberties and cause harm to the people. Well, let's take a look at, at emerging market economies and third world economies like Sri Lanka and Pakistan, Afghanistan, right? Yep, yep, Libya, all around the world, third world nations, they're having massive protests because of inflation, right? A shortage of food, a shortage of fuel. In other words, the ability to live is being hampered. The third world countries feel it first, folks, as money, wealth, investment capital is withheld by first world nations as we sink into a recession slash depression. Or is that, or is, is me using the term depression? Is that, is that fear porn, right? Is that clickbait talk? <laughs> I tell you, right? It's happening. This is no longer bullshit. It's happening. No one would have ever guessed that the government of the United States of America would pull its military resources and abandon $85 billion dollars in military equipment, including a fully functional United States Air Force Base, pow, just like that. Abandon ship, abandon country, abandon everything. You would have said, oh, that's bullshit. The government would never just abandon stuff and abandon their allies and abandon tens of thousands of American citizens working in a foreign country. The United States government would never allow the Taliban to just take control of Afghanistan. Well, they did. So if I say, President Trump, is he going to get arrested? Is he going to be arrested? Do they want to arrest him? Well, they're telling us they want to arrest him. They're that afraid of Trump. They're that afraid of Big Marge. They're that afraid of Matt Getz. They're that afraid of you, in other words. They hate the American people. They hate our Constitution. They hate us, folks. Trump derangement syndrome is not a joke, but it is the name given to an obvious, an obvious, folks, personality disorder, right? Trump derangement syndrome is not itself, in and of itself, a disorder, but a disorder exists that is causing the reaction, the triggered mentality of these absolute derelicts, these intellectual derelicts. I think that's a great word. Derelict is a great way to describe every, any, and all Democrats. They're intellectual derelicts. Yeah, yeah. If you thought, man, I wonder if John's going to be in one of those fucking moods today. Well, you guessed right. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> now, to carry on a little bit about Trump. An ex-FBI intelligence chief says there's no case against Trump. No case against Trump, right? A former assistant director to the FBI says he believes the uh, affidavit used to obtain the search warrant uh, has no case. 
Isn't this interesting, right? Kevin R. Brock had this quote. We now know why the DOJ wanted the affidavit, which is supposed to articulate, that means explain intelligently, the probable cause needed for a legitimate search to be kept under seal, right? They need to hide that shit, folks, right? They need to hide that. They need to hide that, right? Okay. <clears throat> Brock wrote, First, the affidavit confirmed that the FBI's investigation was triggered in January 22nd at the request of the National Archives, which wanted certain documents, especially classified documents, that it considered to be presidential records to be turned over to it by Trump. But folks, there appears to be nothing in the affidavit asserting a refusal by Trump to cooperate. Second, he writes, from what I've seen, I don't believe the affidavit articulates how a federal law was or is being broken. For those who hold out hope that the affidavit's redacted sections fill that gap, there is almost no chance that they do. In other words, it's all lies, smoke shit, Bull crap, smoke and mirrors, plastic banana, good time, rock and roll, bullshit. But that's all it takes, folks, for Democrats to make decisions. You think, you think the impeachment number one of Trump was legitimate? Well, Democrats do. Anyone who understands law, history, tradition, procedure knows it was wrong and way off. How about Trump? <laughs> Impeachment number two. It was even worse. It was haphazardly thrown together, and they just had all these objections, and they just wanted to do something, something, anything to try and smear the president. Unbelievable, folks. This country is in shambles at the D.C. level. Now, your state may be fine if you live in Mississippi or Texas or South Carolina, your state may be fine if you're in Kentucky or Tennessee or Florida, you may be just fine. But the federal government, folks, if I saw smoke pouring out of the Capitol building, I wouldn't believe that it was on fire. I would believe that the Democrats were in their offices melting down, melting down, period. Their little brains just cooking and roiling out their ears. Unbelievable. I sure hope you've got your questions into Jolene. I really want to hear what you're thinking today. I, I've i been up, let's see, I don't know how many hours now. And there's a lot of hours to go before I get to hit the rack again and recharge and then do it again and again and again. And that's what we do. We wake up and we deal with reality. Can you imagine being a Democrat, waking up and not dealing with reality? Waking up and just making up a bunch of lies, and then saying, that's it. That's the truth. I need that. Folks, imagine this. In Poland, the people, normal people, not corporations, not businesses, normal people are lining up not to get the Jim Jones juice, not to have someone stick a very long Q-tip up their nose and penetrate their nasal membrane and introduce pathogens, disease into their mucous membranes so they can test for a cold. That's not what they're lined up for, folks. They're lined up and waiting days to buy coal. 
Now, this is interesting. When, when my kids were young, my sons, I used to read them stories. And, and then, of course, the thing is, if you're not a kid, you get coal in your stocking for Christmas. And when I grew up, I thought that was a bad thing. But then I started thinking as an adult, coal is good. In the 1800s, when Santa Claus started becoming an icon, well, if you got coal in your stocking in the 1800s, that meant you were going to be warm. Coal is actually a good thing. <laughs> I thought, what kind of punishment is it to tell a kid? Well, you've been naughty, so you're going to stay warm this winter. Uh, yeah, coal, folks. People are lining up in their vehicles, their trucks, so they can get delivery of coal. Now, can you imagine rolling up in your, your, your F-250, your Chevy, your Dodge, whatever the hell you have as a pickup truck, and driving up to a coal mine and asking them to fill up the back say hey fill her up man i want you to set the springs on the axle because we want to stay warm this winter this the quote is this is beyond imagination and that's the point of this video folks it is an shtf worthy world unfucking imaginable that people would line up for days just to buy coal they're not buying gas. They're not buying diesel. They're not buying precious food. Coal, because they will freeze to death without it. Freeze to death without it. That is the world we live in now, folks, where people will line up and spend days in line to get coal. Those are probably the same sort of people that the World Economic Forum wants to eat bugs. They want to see people this desperate, folks, this willing to do anything. This is, folks, in the Soviet Union, they could get coal to the people. People in the Soviet Union, communist Russia, as it was failing, they did not worry about getting coal. There was plenty of coal. Today, ooh, not so much in Europe, not the Soviet Union, not Russia. Russia still has all the coal it needs. But Poland, other countries... Coal, food, natural gas, gasoline. Unbelievable what is happening, folks. It is an SHDF world. It really is. It really is. Oh, yeah. Let me remind you again. The New York Times editorial board is calling for the indictment of Trump. I'm not lying about this. The New York Times editorial board is screaming and yelling like a bunch of third grade sissies who were denied a cookie before nap time. They want Trump indicted. For what? All right, let me kind of wind down. I'm going to wind down. Uh, I'm going to wind down the monologue. Ready? Over in Europe, a plane, a commercial aircraft, had to make an emergency landing in Greece because the pilot, Lee, the pilot fainted during the flight. Fainted, folks. What is fainting? Fainting is losing consciousness. The pilot became medically 
asleep, unconscious. It's, it's just a nice way of saying the dude was incapacitated. Emergency landing. I, I'm pretty sure they had a co-pilot, but it was still considered an emergency landing because the pilot fainted. Normally, when you think of fainting, I, I think of old movies where the woman sees something that is just too much for her to handle. And she goes, oh, and she faints. And the man catches her, right? And, and whatever. Fainting. People don't faint. Pilots are sitting in a chair. He's not physically exerting himself. The planes can practically take off, fly, and land themselves. Why did he faint? Yeah, I'll give you one guess. I, I'd only, it, it, I, halfway through the headline, I was like, yeah, I know exactly what it was. I know exactly what it was. It was the Jim Jones Jose. Folks, SHTF worthy. You want to think that, well, no, there's no way in hell they would arrest President Trump. John, they wouldn't go that far. What are you, some kind of lunatic? How about this? The Census Bureau says 3.8 million Americans. Folks, that's not 3,000. 3.8 million Americans, 1% of the population, will likely be evicted in the next two months. Is that SHTF worthy or is that fear porn? Right? Is that clickbait bullshit? Or the Census Bureau, who has been tracking this, right? We've heard that 25 million homes are already behind on their energy payments, their power bills, folks, and we're not even in the winter, right? We, we have summer air conditioning. Sure, you need energy for that. But in the winter, people also use a lot of electricity for heat. This is going to get really ugly. A Biden promised us a long, cold winter last year. I think this year he will have made it happen. All right, let's do this. Uh, I want you to think about this clown right here and what he thinks of you. Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political ex organization that's existed in American history. He believes every word that he is told to say. <laughs> And, and his followers, folks, this is what they are, a bunch of goose-stepping morons. Terrorists. Yeah, Antifa showing up at a children's drag queen function, family-friendly. The family that molests together stays together, I guess, is what Democrats think. They're a bunch of goose-stepping freaks, folks. Welcome to America. Welcome to America. It is time now for the Q&A, the question and answer session. Jolene has the questions. If you've got more, get them in anytime. Let's get to it. Are you ready? Welcome to the bunker, folks. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people bunkering in 
for protection, bunkering in and staying out of right the streets when these fruitcakes all lose their shit. Unbelievable. I got a nice little message here from Stephen Page. That would be uh, our good friend uh, that we're all aware of, right? <laughs> no tolerance, Steve. He says, John, on August 20th, 1947, the Nuremberg Code was signed. That's 75 years ago. With all this COVID shit we have been living through, we are getting very close to the Nazis of the 40s. Canada just passed that anyone 18 and under can be put to death for almost any reason. We have just lived the greatest experiment in human history. The Cerveza bug, man-made and released on the world. The question is, to whose benefit? What are they doing with our children? To me, the old. We have a generation of brain-dead people. Who or what is going to run our country? I am including the 10 points of the Nuremberg Code. My time on Earth is short. It's going to be people like you and I and the tribe to try to live up to this code. Hope this makes sense to you. Or is it the rambling of an old man? I'll tell you what, Steve. Thank you very much for the email, brother. I love you. Semper Fi. And no, it is not the ramblings of an old man. It is the intelligent thought. The examination of history. The principles of freedom and liberty that you're thinking of. That is far greater than any of these thoughts these dumb communists have, which is, uh, uh, rich people suck, and we need to take their stuff. That's what communists think. That's how they operate. Clearly, Steve, you're way, way, way ahead of them. All of us are. These people are dishonest, and uh, there isn't a word low enough for them. Cockroach, uh, to describe Antifa and, and other Marxists like BLM, cockroach is almost a compliment. All right, Jolene, let's see who we have up first. We've got East Texas Country Boy, and he says, used to be called heroes, then spat on and called baby killers. Without going any further, he's talking about veterans, specifically the veterans who fought in Vietnam. When they came home, folks, the, the once great hero known as the American veteran who fought in foreign wars. Right, World War II, World War I, even Korea, they were considered heroes fighting for freedom and liberty. Then the communist, socialist, liberal, progressive college turds turned on America in the 60s and the 70s when they were in their 20s, when they were young, and they called veterans, veterans who either volunteered or were mandated, drafted into the military called them baby killers. Who kills babies today? Anyways, let me continue with East Texas Country Boy. He says, these days we're called crazy and left on the streets homeless or seen as potential domestic terrorists. However, we are more mentally prepared for the fight ahead. Four years in Afghanistan, three in Kandahar and one in coast, then an additional year in Baghdad. Get to know your veterans, folks. We may not have years of food stocked up, but we'll always protect you and get through the thick and thin period. Country boy will survive. God bless America. God bless you and Semper Fi, East Texas country boy. I know what you're talking about and I know what you speak of. Uh, it is a crying shame the way veterans here are mistreated. Our patriotism, our kind of patriotism is considered a threat to democracy. 
while their brand of patriotism destroying the Constitution and crapping on our country and pitting groups of Americans against other Americans, they call that patriotism? Or they just have that as their means to an end, which is justified through any actions. I myself have just had it with these leftists, these scumbags. There's no place in my world for them. Again, when I grew up, the only thought about communists was that they are worthy of nothing less than death when confronted. They, communism is the enemy. Communism is anti-God. Communism is anti-intelligence. Communism is anti-free thought. Communism is the absolute worst that anything could be. Ah, unbelievable. Let me move on to the next question before I lose my shit again. <laughs> and it's Brother Rick O'Connell who steps up with a question. He says, if we manage to flip the House and Senate in November, can they overturn uh, Brandon's mandates, i.e. reopen the pipeline, that would be the Keystone Pipeline and other pipelines and oil projects, and authorize drilling again? Well, the answer is no. If we get the House of Representatives, if we get the U.S. Senate, they can pass a bill both the House and the Senate together, they can both pass a bill, but it's got to go to the president. The legislature cannot make law and execute it. They write law, that would be the legislature, but the, the president is the chief executive, and he has to sign the law, which executes it. Now, what, uh, what scumbag Biden, and that's truly what he is, folks, we know who Hunter Biden is. We know who he's slept with, or at least some of it. We know what drugs he's taken, at least some of them. We know what criminal acts he's committed. Well, many of them we're aware of. And Joe Biden stands by him, thinks he's the smartest guy. Right? I mean, that's the smartest guy I know. Really, Joe? Hunter Biden is the smartest guy you know. He films himself with hookers, cocaine, Crack, weighing drugs, smoking marijuana. That's the smartest guy you know. Says a lot for the Democrat Party. Anyways, I digress. You can take back the House and the Senate. What that does is allows the Republicans, and hopefully they are not rhino-led, that is, Turtles Mitch McConnell can GTFO. He needs to be voted out of power. He is nobody, folks. He is one old, doddering man who is most likely controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. He needs to be evicted from the position of power. And once that, he needs to be censured by the Senate, if not impeached by the other senators. I would love to see that. Anyways, I'm moving on. Same with the House. We need to see new leadership. They control all legislation. Biden can't pass law. He can't create law and then sign it into effect. There are executive orders uh, under which the president has some very limited authority over a very few um, issues. I believe that there was a serious violation of law when Biden killed the Keystone Pipeline, violated the rights of landowners and 
all of those who were involved in building the pipeline and getting it uh, passed through all of the states as well as Canada. There's an enormous amount of, of investment, folks, in time, money, effort to get something like a pipeline funded and to pass all of the national and state environmental protection rules, right? Because there have to be easements that are granted, the approvals for the, the, the direction, the travel. There has to be engineering every inch of the way to accommodate this pipeline, holding it up, right? Suspending it, protecting it, going under, around, over highways, thoroughfares. And Biden, one old, stupid man can sign a, a I'm an old man, sign his autograph, and that's good enough to kill billions of dollars worth of work, years of effort by hundreds of agencies and tens of thousands of people. Right? You can't sue Biden enough, in my opinion. This is why I really like what, what Governor DeSantis is doing over there in Florida. He's saying, hey, look, if you're incompetent, right, if you're, if you're doing things that are wrong and illegal, you're not doing your job, you're not living up to your oath, the mandate that your office has for you, then you will be suspended, right? And if there's malfeasance, right, of office, if you have intentionally done something wrong, then that's a, it should be a crime. And they should be prosecuted. What I think Biden has done was an intentional violation of the rule of law, common decency, and violated the American people's trust that their government, who authorizes grants licenses to conduct business, was in full violation by wiping those licenses away, canceling a project, and causing great harm to private citizens as well as the public in general by removing the source of energy from our country. And he wants to call us a bunch of fascists, right? Get this down in Australia, folks, right? The TV commentators down there with in regard to Biden calling Americans fascists, they says, you want to talk about semi-fascism? Look in the mirror, talking to Biden. Every deal that Biden does, all you have to do is ask who benefits, key bono, right? Who gets the money? It's incredible, folks. It truly is, right? And, and every, every year that goes by, every generation that grows up is getting a crappier and crappier and crappier education in America because of the, the national education uh blah 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 system right the school teachers unions why are they deciding what the curriculum should be for your children get this folks in washington dc uh the democrat you know socialist named bowser has announced that unjuicinated students will be denied an education and there's no option for virtual learning folks meaning over the internet they want kids in school so they can indoctrinate them, so they can teach them ridiculous social standards and call that an education, right? I mean, comply or die, 
says Mayor Bowser. If you believe or don't believe that the Jim Jones juice has an effect on intelligence, you may not be thinking all the way through how it works. You see, anytime you weaken the body, you weaken the mind. A strong body, right, full of vitality and good health, can feed and nurture a growing young mind. Right? You used to hear about the kids who were sickly. Oh, that poor kid, he can, right, sickly kid. He can't get out and play. He's not very strong, right? He's going to have a hard time in life. Right. I, I know that that's, that's a little cliche, but it's also true. When I am sick, not feeling good, I know I'm not up to 100% brain power. I can feel the difference. So Jim Jones juice making people sick. Oh, we're starting to see it, folks. They want people not in their right mind. And then they want to indoctrinate them with crap. And then they want people to not understand their rights, not understand the Constitution, not understand good thinking, common sense, critical thinking. Unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable. And, and just to give you an idea, it's not just children they're after, folks. We're seeing generations of idiotic, and I mean idiotic, Democrats out there. Down in Florida, and I feel sorry for him down there, there's this idiot named Charlie Crist who's a Democrat and he's running for governor, right? He says Biden was being honest when he labeled Trump supporters fascists. Uh, folks, I believe that he was being honest, that, that yeah, he's calling him that, honestly. Right? He's honestly that stupid. That's how honest Biden is and Charlie Crist and every other Democrat. Right? I, I, I don't need to pull punches with these people, folks. They want to kill you. They've said so. If they could get away with it, they would. They have said so. They would start with Trump. They would start with Republicans in Congress. They would start with governors. They would start with every Republican in power and authority and just kill them. Anyone in media, in entertainment, an influencer, if you will, YouTube personalities, they would kill us, folks, instantly. That's the world we're heading into, folks. That is the SHTF worthy world that we're talking about. We've got nothing but trouble coming. Let's do this. Let's move on to another question. I think Jolene's got me a few more out there. And here it is. It is David. And he says, I remember when AIDS and HIV first showed up. I do too. They said it came from monkeys. <laughs> I remember that. Right? And I, uh, you know, even as a kid, I thought, well, monkeys? How do monkeys and humans? Anyways, he's, uh, this is David again. He says, now we have cerveza from bats and monkeypox. What do all of them have in common, though? Dr. Dark Helmet. That's right. Dr. Dark Helmet. Dr. Fauci. He is the common denominator, the common thread, folks, running from the 1980s, the early 1980s, when AIDS first appeared. The 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and now we're in the 2020s. Over 40 years, folks, Dr. Doom, Dr. Dark Helmet, Dr. Fauci, the evil elf. He has been in government at the highest level, working on 
these diseases, which are a threat to all mankind's health. But it's kind of funny if you think about it. And I don't mean funny in a humorous way, but rather it causes one to think. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. Something causes one to think with Dr. Fauci in charge all of this time. We were all supposed to be afraid of AIDS, right? Doctor's instruments need to be cleaned, right? There was, there was a young woman, I remember, uh, a young woman in her, in her teens, went to the dentist, and she got AIDS from the dental tools, right? Her mouth was open, and she was drilling, and the doctor, the dentist, had AIDS, and it got in her, and it killed her. I remember that fear porn from the 80s. I thought, oh, my God, I'm not going to the dentist anymore. Well, it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Right? We were told, well, it's in the gay community, this AIDS thing, but it can get into the general population. And AIDS, it, it, it can be transmitted a number of different ways. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Half the world is going to die in the next 10 years because of AIDS. Well, it largely stayed in what? The homosexual and drug-using communities. And it has to do, AIDS, with people who have weakened immune systems. Folks, weakened immune systems. Uh, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> fudge packers have a problem with tearing each other up. Right? You introduce feces into the bloodstream enough, you're going to burn up and kill the immune system. AIDS. Let's see. Uh, drug users. That's right, folks. People who inject themselves uh, with heroin and other drugs, uh, what are they doing? They're using dirty needles covered in disease, and they're injecting nasty chemicals into their body, which burns up, that's right, the immune system. So they transmit HIV to one another with dirty needles, and then they burn up their immune systems, AIDS. At least that's what I was told by the professional material that I read that came from doctors and actual research centers and weren't interested in scaring the general population with the problems, proclivities that, that a bunch of derelicts in humanity have. But there's Dr. Fauci trying to scare everybody. Oh, yeah, folks. He's there. Monkeypox. We're all supposed to be afraid. Whoops. Once again. You want to go to a gay orgy? Good chance you're going to get some nasties, including the monkeypox. And Cerveza bug, we're supposed to believe, is going to kill everyone. It was going to make the Spanish influenza, which is, that'd be a racist thing to say, the Spanish influenza, right, of what, 1919? Which killed, folks, a significant percentage of the population in the world. It was a very bad flu and exceptionally nasty. Right? The... the the Cerveza bug folks didn't any come anywhere, anywhere close to what the Spanish flu did 100 years ago. Didn't come anywhere close. But we were told, oh, yeah, everyone has to stay home. We have to shut down the economy of the entire fucking planet. And I love how the environmentalists went nuts. They were like, oh, my God, we're looking at the air quality statistics. And with, with everyone staying home, with the exception of just the, right, <laughs> Remember what they called you? If you weren't allowed to go to work, right? Okay, never mind. 
I'm wandering. Yeah, they were like, oh, the environments were extremely happy that the air was cleaner. The air was cleaner because there weren't as many cars out and trucks out and trains out and everything else. These people are sick in the head. Just absolutely sick in the head. Yeah, that's right, folks. The essentials. The essentials. If you were non-essential, you weren't polluting. All right, let's move on. We got we got some more questions out there. And Jolene says, uh, <laughs> uh, Donald, doesn't it seem like if you love freedom that Florida and Texas are the only options? Uh, Donald says, this is Donald. Uh, Donald, thank you, Donald. He says, doesn't it seem like if you love freedom that Florida and Texas are the only options? What say you? Uh, I would say that Florida and Texas are foremost the best options. I have friends in Florida who say it is significantly more crowded there now. Crowded. The roads have significantly more cars on them, especially with out-of-state plates. Now, other states are seeing uh, similarities, Texas, of course, but everywhere throughout the South, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, the Carolinas, Kentucky, Tennessee, everywhere south of the big cities up north. Now, you have to remember, though, that, that even in Texas, there are many Democrat-run shithole cities. But, yeah, if you want to be free, I mean, Texas and Florida are the big ones. Freedom. I think that's where the fight is really going to be had. I think this country may split in two. If that stupid bitch up in New York, Governor Hackle, if that stupid bitch wants to kick every Republican out, I think they should honor her, take a bow, and GTFO. I think the state of New York and New York City should pool all of their funds and borrow money and buy the houses and property of Republicans and say, here's your cash, now leave. I think that would be just absolutely fan-fucking-tastic. Right? Watch all of the wealth-producing, tax-paying, honest law-abiding citizens leave places like New York, Chicago, Illinois, and just leave and take their wealth with them and leave those shitholes to their own demise. Uh, thank you very much, Donald. Uh, moving on, let's do another one. I'm having a good time. Luke Thompson says, how many times in the Bible is famine and food scarcity mentioned? I, I, I can't answer that. I, I've read the Bible several times, but it is a main feature of things gone wrong. True enough, folks. It's a main feature of things gone wrong. Right? Uh, you have uh, the tale of uh, Jacob. I believe it's Jacob who is trying to tell um, one of these civic leaders, right? We need seven years worth of food saved up. And if I'm wrong on the name, Jolene, straighten me out. But yeah, uh, uh Famine is a big deal. Starving people, hungry people, it's a big deal. Now, what caused the famines? If you don't want to believe that there was some uh, all-powerful, uh, nasty curse sent down on the people, uh, weather-related, you know, climate change, climate cycles, wetter periods and drier periods, right, causing famine. Now, of, of particular note to me is the book of Revelations, <laughs> it was Joseph. Did I say Joseph? Did I get it right? Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, or did I say Jacob? Ah, I said Jacob. Ah, 
Okay. Anyways, uh, the book of Revelations had the four horsemen, right? It had uh, uh, war, pestilence, disease, and famine, right? That was three of the four horsemen right there, right? Just They just rode across the land. What do we have being caused by our governments right now? War is always caused by the governments, not caused by you and me, the people. Government, evil, war, right? Disease. Uh, who puts diseases out there? Do you and I concoct diseases? Experiment on diseases? Cause uh, diseases to be modified? genetically so they're more virulent more deadly no no that's government yet again that's two war and pestilence and they can be released at any time folks war pestilence and indeed famine can be released on us very good let's see a uh, burning food factories a uh, businesses shutting down fertilizer which causes a lot of food to be grown high yields cut cut off the fertilizer and you cut off the food supply who does that? That's right, folks. The government. The government that wants to feed you bugs is also responsible for cutting the fertilizer supply, which causes famine. Who's going to suffer the most? Third world nations. You have a chance to be absolutely prepared. That's what this channel is about, folks. It's not about scaring people. It's not about clickbait. It's about getting people to wake the fuck up and pay attention to what's happening. And you guys are the solution. You and I, me and you, us, we, us, <laughs> right? We need people to wake up. And so we share this internet address right up here on YouTube, right? You hit the thumbs up button, you hit subscribe, but you have to share this information. People need to wake up and start stocking up some food, start thinking a little further than just tomorrow. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. They're doing it right now. Right? How many times was famine discussed in the Bible? Many times. But in the book of Revelations, the end times, this is very much like one of those end times, though I'm not going to call it the, the apocalypse, but it certainly feels apocalypse-like. Right? You have war, famine, and pestilence. Let's do this. I think we got one more, and that'll round out the show. We got Doc Holliday, Guns and the Second Amendment. And he says, John, what is your substitute for food on September 16th? The railroads are negotiating with labor and is getting nowhere, especially with the Biden regime involved. What is my substitute for food on September 16th? Well, I got... Uh, I don't understand the question. Uh, there is no substitute for food. There's no substitute. Uh, you can grow your own food, right? Uh, you can grow your own vegetables, and you can do the, the sprout salad. Thank you again, Crispy Bacon, for having that out there. Uh, you, can, you can have your own livestock, your own chickens, right? You can have your own goats. You can have your own beef. You can do that for food. Food is critical, man. You've got to have your own food. Storing food. I started saying years ago, yeah, you need to have the basics. You know, beans, rice, pasta, flour, or uh, whole wheat kernel. You need to have the basics down. 
cans and cans of oatmeal is not a bad idea, but you also have to have everything else that goes with food, including meat, protein, not bugs. Man cannot live on bugs, right? Bugs is a survival technique that can last only a few days, right? To try and get you some nourishment. Can't live on bugs. If people could live on bugs, we would have cultures that developed on this earth in the bug-rich areas of the world. They would have started farming beetles and farming crickets and farming cockroaches because they're so nutritious and tasty. But no. And yeah, there are some cultures that do eat bugs. And I'll tell you what. I look at those cultures. They don't look particularly healthy. And they're not particularly intelligent, in my opinion. I'll take beef, pork, chicken, and all the other meats, turkey. Right. How about wild game, fish, seafood? I'll take all of that before I'll ever think of putting a bug in my mouth intentionally. Whew. I tell you, folks, <laughs> I enjoyed doing a little bit of uh, <clears throat> ranting here today. Uh, but basically, uh, any comments that come in, any criticisms, they are welcome. I enjoy them. They cause me to think, right? I want to think. I want to be questioned. I want to be, John, why would you say this? And John, why would you say that? Well, I'll explain it. There's a reason for everything. Everything we do here is intentional. There is a purpose behind it. Because I want you to be as prepared as you can, as safe as you can. I want us all to be that way because if you're here watching the videos, then odds are you're a patriotic American who is moral and decent. And I want to do my part in sharing information, perspective, and thought. And I also want to encourage people not only to prepare, not only to prepare, but to prep to action. That is, get prepared and take action on your own behalf. Don't look to the government. They're not going to help you. Not one iota. In fact, if you look at what the government does, it does everything in its power to harm us, to make our lives more difficult. I'm going to check out for now, but I will be back tomorrow morning, and odds are I'll get the call, and I'll be up zero, dark, 30, and I will be out there conscious, thinking, and talking to you about what is happening God speed to you. God bless America and Semper Fi. I'll see you very soon.